0: Thank you. is Chris, and instead of the normal episode of One Cross Radio, uh, we are instead going with something a little bit different. Uh, Now, I mentioned the last episode that things have been a bit chaotic lately, and I was debating uh, doing a brief break. I am going to be moving forward with that, especially because... um, During one of the weeks where we'd have a scheduled episode, I'm actually going to be away, uh, down in, uh, down in Florida celebrating, um, my ninth anniversary with Jill. Um, so we're going to take a bit of a break. So we will be back on Monday, uh, November the 13th. So we'll be back the second, uh, full week of November. And today's episode that I'm sharing is actually from, my other show uh the radio Arcade podcast with my boo christian uh this audio is actually from an episode that we took out um it was we were looking at um ocarina of time and majora's mask, those fantastic zelda games um and then we got off topic for about thirty minutes on star wars uh the video games uh directions the movies have gone and and all that so Christian was awesome and saved the audio. Um, we were like, it, it's a decent conversation. It's just out of nowhere in this Zelda-themed episode. Uh, so he sent it to me. So I'm going to share that in this feed. Uh, you'll also see the link to the Radio Arcade podcast. I'd I'd love it if you guys go check it out. It's very different than what we do here on OCR. Um, but it is a lot of fun and something i enjoy doing and and'm proud of um and Christian does so much work on it it's it's insane uh the guy works his butt off um so all that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode uh this detour, and we will be back on november the 13th, November the thirteenth Take care and God bless my friends and enjoy peace. It's one of those things where as a Star Wars fan and a Star Wars game fan I've been like, man, they have to rein in the lightsaber in the games. They have to. Cuz otherwise, oh, well,
1: to make it challenging, because, right? yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz otherwise it's like no this stormtrooper with their thicker armor would not matter. And no, I don't have to go unlock this. I'm just going to do the Qui-Gon thing and stab through the door and melt it. Like, you got to, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, that'd be dope. But then it'd also be like, I wouldn't need to power up. I wouldn't need to do anything. Well, I could just kill everybody. <laughs> here's here's the thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's this aspect of like, okay, you know, I enjoy this aspect of gaming, but everything has been sort of turned into an RPG in some degree or another these days. Like, almost every game has an right. RPG element. So, I mean, we can kind of yeah. forego that where it's more linear and you're, you're just sort of doled out powers. I mean, I guess that does happen with Jedi, um, Survivor, and, and Outcast or whatever, but like... Um, yeah, so your powers are sort of doled out as you play the story, but at the same time you can upgrade them at your leisure and make them different or better. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that that was a big issue with with uh, Jedi Survivor, where people are like, "Dude, why is it taking me like three hits, four, six, ten hits to get through the stormtrooper? I should be able to just like slice right through them." And you know, I one hundred. That was my first reaction, like your argument, which is the devs' argument, which is a lot of people's argument, or not maybe it's not your argument, but that's the well, one you shared, right? And it's
0: not. And it's not even uh, it's not even to pick on that game. It's also that was the thing also with like Force Unleashed, mm-hmm. where even though you had him chopping limbs, mm-hmm. like still what like according to a lightsaber mechanics from the from the novels <laughs> from the movies, it's like nah, one hit across the chest, that dude's done. Uh, but you can't. Do that necessarily in the game? Well,
1: oh, here's my okay. Well, here's my argument, right? Now, like a lot of people yeah. level the same criticism, and my thought is, well, if they've managed to make it interesting if, if, in Star Wars for decades, I'm certain there's probably a way you can make it interesting in the game, right? So, you know, sure. something like that would be like, okay, maybe make combat more difficult um, with respect to you're not just yeah. button mashing, hit, 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 right? Yeah. I don't know how how you would do it. Yeah. I'm not a game designer. I'm not getting paid that money. They are to innovate, right? If they're worth their salt, they'll do some innovating. Uh, and but the other thing is, is like, just give you more enemies. I mean, we've seen so many Jedi die because they were overwhelmed, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So make your guy a little less powerful. Make make the enemies more powerful. Make them more abundant. And then, yeah, like, obviously give, like, allow the Life Giver to, to work like any, like, if that physical thing would work in the physical world, right? Like, yeah, I, I've been seeing mods for, um, uh, Jedi Survivor where people actually like just increase so like you you are just cutting through people. You're cutting their arms off, cutting their heads off, cutting them in half. <laughs> and I'm like I, I don't care how easy it is, dude. That's what that's it's it's real. Like that's the way it would work, right? And that's
0: what I wanna see. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And some and like in some of the books and stuff there was like Rare metals and blah blah blah. Where I'm like, okay, whatever. I can. You're giving me a story reason. I can go with this. I can roll with it. Yes. Like, yeah, the Empire trying to get a lock on all that metal would make sense because even though they're like, we took down all the Jedi, Sidious with his plans upon plans would of course be like, well, yeah, let's implement this though, just in case. Hmm. Um, well,
1: I got two. I got two things I want to ask you. So. I know how when people are crapping on the sequel trilogy, you're like, well, people do that with the prequels, and then they came around and stuff. And um, I actually saw a meme on uh, Star Wars memes that addressed that argument because, like, it's been five years. How like how you still think it sucks? And everyone was like, yes, absolutely. Like, there's no. And to me, I was like, "Oh, for sure! Like, I'm, I haven't, I haven't gotten even a little bit more charitable. And if anything, I've just it's steeled me away. The amount of that I got back, so
0: because to me, it wasn't
1: like, it wasn't like, it wasn't necessarily like this isn't exactly how I want Star Wars to be. It's like, no, this is a bad. Mm. The, you're on a character. It doesn't matter if you're like not adhering to the lore or whatever. I don't really, you know, that's not mm. the bigger thing to me. Like, you're just it's." character writing, you're crapping on all the movies that came, about. the entire story, you're just kind of wiping your with it, and and it's just, I, yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still, like, I, I can't imagine in five years from now where I, I if you ask, like, I, I'd be like, you know, I'm not actively hating it, I don't think about it, or whatever, right? But if you ask me, I'm like, it has not changed. It will not change. It will never change. I will never feel good about these movies, right? And I'm just curious if if we are going to see that that change, you know, because I feel like And I don't feel like there's a lot of room for people to change their minds. I feel like there's a camp that likes it and defends it, and there's a camp that doesn't, and I don't really see them crossing over or anyone really changing their mind. What do you you think?
0: So, an advantage I'd give the the prequels over that, Mm. uh, because I did see a lot of those criticisms. Like, there are, to me there's a lot of crossover. The hard headedness of the criticisms Mm -hmm. is where I see a lot of similarities. But, Where Lucas, where Lucasfilm and stuff had an advantage over the sequel trilogy is they didn't leave it alone afterwards, right? Like the prequel era became like, Even though there were books in the New Jedi Order and taking place after, it became fertile ground for them to explore. So comics were doing the stories within that. Books were doing the stories within that. Video games, stuff within that era was happening that fleshed it out. Shows like the Clone Wars were happening that took this stuff that, for the most part, the fan base had, a large section of the fan base had maybe un like not universally rejected but wrapped on and then there was stuff that did it where it's like okay yeah that initial take wasn't good but we're going to take stuff from it because there is ground here to go on there is story to flesh out like it can be done it can be done better even if we can't erase what came before uh the sequel trilogy to my knowledge is not getting that aspect. It's it's simply not. Um there was one I, I can think of one book, um I can't and I just can't remember the name that took place between or, uh, uh, before the sequel trilogy, but it was to set up stuff that happened primarily in Rise of Skywalker. It was to get those things set and dive into Ray's backstory and flesh out that like the Palpatine connection of it and all that. And that I was like, this is, this is really good. It's a really good book and it actually explains stuff more. And it's that kind of thing where it made stuff more palatable that the sequel trilogy i think needs that it will never erase the errors that it had because it was not planned out properly it simply wasn't but it's i'm like i'm in the camp of like i don't want it just retconned because that's also never been star wars's bag i think there can be stuff you can recover from this if you put in the effort but they're they're not doing that yet. So right now, I'm like, I don't think in five years because they're not doing enough to be like, hey, let's expand. Yeah. Let's make this more palatable.
1: Okay, so so to speak to that, like my, I would think, you know, you think that like, well, because they're, you know, it's owned by Disney. They're a company. They want to make. Money, right? And so they're not going to invest money into something that's not going to make them money back just to like fix bad writing. So I think that's sort of what's happening here, where we're seeing there isn't a market for this kind of content. People don't want it. It's not going to be profitable, right? Like, I would imagine if the sequel trilogy was anywhere near as pop. So I'm I'm, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say if it was anywhere near as popular as the prequel trilogy, we'd be seeing a lot more content. it's set in that time period,
0: right? I'm going to say yes and no. I do think it's a tricky thing because the frank reality is we cannot say that the sequel trilogy was a failure financially. No. It simply wasn't. It wasn't. It made bank. It it was still a financial success. And there was an audience for it. Just younger kids. But then they saw the movie.
1: And now there's no longer an audience for it. (laughs)
0: no but that's where I'll argue a bit just because working like this year working in a school if kids saw me with Star Wars stuff there the the stuff they'd be like I love Rey and I love that and part of my nerd boy rage was like no but then part of me is also like hey look if that's your gateway it's cool like I, I, I get to talk to a little kid about Star Wars That's kind of fun. When I was a little kid, when I when we were kids, did people be like, "Oh, let's talk Star Wars beyond our parents"? Not really. So that part was (laughs) 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 that's weird. Like it's it's that kind of thing where I'm I've seen that little bit where it's like the a younger crowd is into it. They're into the like they're coming to school for show and tell with like. Ray or Finn or Poe action figures, where I'd be like, eh. There's nothing but that, cool to, about those characters. But, <laughs> but to them, there is. And but, I well, think, I thought, Chris, but, I to, guess if
1: your only toy to growing also, up was like a turd in a jar, then like yeah, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty cool, you
0: know? Like, like <laughs> I mean, it's literally all I got, and, so it, I might
1: as well enjoy it.
0: <laughs> and it's, it's also why, like, a while ago, when they dropped the news of uh, like the flicks that are coming out, yeah. the two I'm most excited for are Falonis and, and the Ray one. Just because the Ray one, I'm like, hey, now's where you can do this character justice. Now's where you can do this character well. Cause it's also not like, hey, we've got to tie it into everything else where you didn't have to. Um, and Ray gets like, I like the sequel characters in the sense of when I see them, I'm like, "You had promise. Oh, you could have, so man. You could have been good." And now it's like, okay, with with Ray, for example, it's like we're 15 years later. It's like, cool. Now you just get to be Ray, and I get to watch Disney, Daisy Ridley potentially perform the crap out of that role. Yeah, it's and it's like so that part. That part I'm excited for.
1: Yeah, and if she's. Remarkably different than she was in in the sequ- it doesn't really matter because she changed so much without any explanation in the sequels and also apparently we can just change characters dramatically without giving you any backstory whatsoever and then murder them, so <laughs> I, I guess I guess we just do whatever we want because who cares about writing good stories or characters right I, I don't it's no it, uh, it's left such I'm with you a bad taste in my mouth dude I, and it's, it's oh, no. I don't I don't hate women. I'm not a misogynist. I don't hate Ray because she's a woman. I hate Ray because she's no. a, a, just a dog no. character. And I would, no, I would have loved. I would have loved to see. Now, a lot, this is something that a lot of people. Everyone is like, okay, obviously, obviously, here's what should have happened. And I think everyone knows this. I mean, if they were ever, if they were going to like invoke the original uh, trilogy in any way, which they did throughout, right? Um, which I think honestly, like, could be, could have been done right. It wasn't but i also think it takes away from the new characters you're you're definitely like you you're not allowing you're not giving people enough to get attached to those new characters right um yeah so i think there's that but also um if if ray was the evil one and kylo was was you know the good one right if they somehow like swi- switched at some point maybe in the second one or something, like that would have been so much more compelling and and i think it would it, you know I wouldn't be angry at the to me like one of the biggest slaps in the face is she's a skywalker now, and i'm like i get like I get the idea of like you 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 aren't your name, you aren't your parent, yeah. you aren't you know any of that. I just don't think that was earned in any like even like one percent by anything we saw in any of the story, and so I mean. It just seemed like a bunch of things happening and people doing things because that's what the story needed to in order to end. And um I just I didn't I thought it was so bad. It was I I didn't like I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, <good>. No, no, <laughs> no and, <laughs> and
0: like that's the thing. Um unlike the unlike the prequels mm-hmm. where there's fan edits that make me actually enjoy the existing films more, mm-hmm. my issues with the film of the of the sequel trilogy I'm like there's not no amount of fan editing, fan editing is going to improve the films for me uh what I what I think could help what people cuz people were down not only on the prequels they were down for a long while on that whole era it was like no let's just get back to Luke and Han and stuff uh this is dumb and yet, there was a lot of fertile ground there, and they developed those stories very well. Um, the sequel trilogy, they they've done a couple books, but they it was to set it up, but they didn't stay in that era well. It was still like beforehand. It was still like the Mandalorian era mm-hmm. almost. Um, th- I think they can do stuff with the characters if they flesh stuff out. Like, hey, how is Ray feeling? knowing she's a Palpatine. (laughs) Like, how is that? Like, diving into that, the post stuff, it could have been done better. I think a different medium could do that story better, but as a visual, I don't think I'll ever really enjoy those films. I'd like to enjoy the story more, Mm. and maybe just not on as film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. It's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah just should have got no, uh, the majority uh, mask writers in there to, <laughs> to take a swing and then we get something of
0: substance and quality oh
1: that bums me out like
0: there, to me there's story beats from it where I'm like I don't hate that story beat like raving a Palpatine I'm like that's a dope story idea like that could actually be to me that could be really cool um oh. Palpatine surviving, I'm like, hey, yeah, he did in the in Legends and they made it work for me. I'm fine with this Machiavellian character having plans upon plans. But don't just do it like somehow he survived. Like, nah, son. Actually me through this. It was just- <laughs> Aside from shit sorcery or or like the dark side is a pathway to many of it. Where I'm like, okay, but Push it out a little
1: bit. Oh, it's definitely like <laughs> just a minuscule amount. Throwing at a wall strategy, like, like, and then we'll just have this happen. And uh, why not add that in without any, like, we won't explain it. We won't, you know, show any sort of growth or or, or any context towards it in any way. and then we'll just it'll just happen, and then people will just feel yeah. these things, and then this will just happen. And <laughs> it's like that's not that's it's, not a story. It's, it's just a random series of events happening that you're like <laughs> suggesting it's, it's, have anything to do with each other.
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah no no it, it, the sequel trilogy has and sorry ugh, we're just a little down it's one of those things where uh, weirdly enough there was some stuff in the recent Bond films that reminded me of it where it's like you're jumping to the oh this is a thing and this is an important thing where it's you haven't earned that like you're going for uh, one of my biggest issues with, with Spectre and I'm not even the biggest Bond guy but with Spectre, it was like, hey, we're bringing in Blofeld and, and the characterization of Spectre. And it's, that's Bond's Joker, where it's like, that was never Bond's Joker in the original movies. And now you're shoehorning this in, trying to give it emotional importance. And then in the last one, it's like, oh, we're building up to this scene where it's the slow, dramatic coming together. Mm. And it's like, bruh, they've been on screen together for 20 seconds or like 20 minutes tops. I, I have no sense of this history because you just got this character in the last movie and you're telling me this is important but none of the things that you have done has made me feel this at all. Yeah, like That's not compelling His chair does not need to take 30 seconds to get here. Just get him here. Well, yeah, when, and,
1: when it's like that, it's like, why am I even watching a movie? Just tell me, give me a synopsis. Give me like a, a one, two paragraph yeah. thing and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's, I, I, so I learned a story about but these two guys, they apparently had a history with each other, and there was a conflict, and now it's resolved. Okay, cool. Like I don't, I don't that's not an ex- like yeah. that's not an experience. Like
0: you, you watch a movie to have an experience, right? Like it exactly. Like say what you will about the quality mm-hmm. of of the storytelling in the prequel trilogy, you still felt that final lightsaber fight between Anakin and Obi Wan, mm-hmm. like. That had a like that did have an emotional oomph to it mm-hmm. like there was that earned you you can pick apart some of the stuff on the way to it, but it still had that oomph it, that wasn't there in the the sequels or other films because it's like, oh well, we're gonna rush to the emotional stuff, but you gotta earn that emotional stuff yeah, with- like. Yeah, Yeah. what's
1: interesting is that, like, you know, I was thinking about his fight with Obi-Wan in in the fourth movie, right? And that is a lot of, you were just being told that these people have had a past and a history. And Mm -hmm. so it's, you. but the the viewer isn't, they're not reacting to that. They're reacting to what we've seen, Obi-Wan, like, we're reacting to Luke losing him, not these two guys who apparently had, like, a beef for, for their entire lives. We're reacting to, like, because then we see Luke and he's like no, and the only reason we're attached to Obi Wan or care that he just died is because of everything we've seen him do now, not the, the the thing of like these are two mortal enemies and stuff like that. And it's like oh wow, that, that must have been very poignant. I mean, or like it must be very important or an epic thing. I <laughs> I did not experience that because I know I where these who these guys are. Or I haven't seen yeah. any of their
0: interactions or any of that. I don't know. I don't know who this old man is, or who this walking extra etch- uh, like <laughs> walking yeah, extra etch- sketch robot is. <laughs> but to to actually give because it's uh, to me it's harder to do. But to give the sequel trilogy credit, mm-hmm. I thought there was one moment that actually did have an earned emotion. Two, two. I'll go with two. Two moments in Rise of Skywalker that actually had an emotional reaction that was that was earned. Um, one was Chewie's reaction to, to Leia's death. Mm. You felt that. And like that was the case of they delivered everything because now it's like Chewie's lost Han. Chewie's lost Leia. Uh, like his, his he's lost Luke. Like Chewie's adjusted family is gone. Um, but then also the scene where um where Kylo interacts with like the vision of Han. I loved the hell out of that scene. And they had done enough with Kylo throughout the the sequel trilogy even though it's like all right, we're going to level him up and he won't be changed now he is the big bad. Uh kind of um in the last one they still did enough where it was like he seemed to second guess before killing Han, but then the hesitancy with killing Leia, that I'm like, you know what, yeah, someone showing him genuine, like, love and affection, like, Ray did, I could buy that getting him to this place, where he would now be, like, having this interaction with, with like not the force ghost of his father, but that, mm. like I could buy that dialogue. I'm like, man, if everything else in these movies delivered as well as those two bloody moments did, we'd be having a very different conversation. Yeah. Um, the moment that like yeah.
1: nailed me was um when he kills Han. Like that, that was to me like the most poignant scene in the entire, like that was like. I,
0: so i I wanted that to be for me, but it was one I saw coming so far away, but only because I'm like, Harris. when Harrison Ford was coming back, I'm like, he's not coming back for all three of these. He wanted his character to die in Jedi. He's dying here. It, and so when we were getting to that moment, I'm like, it's an emotional moment. It's a good moment, but I also know it's coming, so I can't get too wrapped up into it.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, no, I never really thought of that. It, it it never even occurred to me. Yeah, I, I assume that like it was one of those things where, you know, you you're thinking it's gonna happen, and then there's a moment where you're like, maybe it's not, and then yeah, was oh. no, <laughs> like, oh god! <laughs> like, that,
0: that I would like
1: me just as much. <laughs> it was like I was getting stabbed by the <laughs> lightsaber, right?
0: <laughs> I was like, if I didn't know, because there's there's like there was a great documentary. Um, when the original trilogy first got released on DVD um where Harrison was like, he thought Han should have died yeah. uh, in Empire or in Jedi. Like he thought his character getting to that point where he, he's going from like the shooting, the shooting first, like all about him to somebody who would be willing to like sacrifice himself for his friends. Like that's a poignant story. Um, and he's just kind of like, i knowing that he thought he should have died when he's coming back. I'm like, he's coming back to die. That's the only reason that if I didn't know that the story, this scene would have sucked me in more. Cause they did a good job, but I'm just like, Oh no, he did. <laughs> just as soon as they make you think, maybe not. I'm like, no, this guy's new. This guy's their wannabe Vader. He's not going to be Vader. And the an old man's going to, so yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah.
1: Like he murders both of his parents and then he switches back. Like what? What the
0: hell is that? <laughs> like, what, they didn't. Ha- they actually didn't have him kill Leia, cause, and that was something I was wondering what they were going to do with because yeah. it was the it was well, the other people. He,
1: it's not like he didn't sorry. attempt like. If, if he just didn't succeed
0: <laughs> it's like
1: it's like it's, i mean i think all what the is, relevant implications are still there
0: no <laughs> well, yeah he he was he was part of it but it was it's it's different than in the sense of like with Han, he pulled he pulled the trigger he pressed the button no. uh and he actually personally did it but with leia they did the thing of like he was constantly like can i do this and then someone else did it. Uh, so, for me, that left enough Wiggle Room, and also he did see the hesitancy before him oh, and not the jovial it, reaction that other Sith do when they're like, yeah, I killed them all, not just the men, but the women and the children, too. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> like, it leaves
1: Wiggle Room yeah. technically, but from, like... Like in the in the sense of like two plus two equals four, yeah, it leaves you some wiggle room for the story to make sense still. But like, to me, it's it's like, it's even worse. Like, I'd rather see him just straight up murder both of them and then change, instead of like. Okay, I just killed my dad. I'm sort of wondering if I can maybe kill my mom. <laughs> like, now you're gonna choose to be waffly about it? What? why? How? When? When did you? Like, if anything, like that doesn't make sense from a human perspective. It, it, it would make far more sense for him to murder them both straight up and then regret it, as opposed to be like maybe I shouldn't kill my mom now. (laughs) What? Right. you were just willing to stab, like face, like right in his face, kill him. And now you're kind of like, maybe I shouldn't like, you should have to be like, I messed up. That was messed up. Or you should be full in. And to me, showing the hesitation is actually unrealistic. I I don't think he, I, I would say that he's, I'm not saying that he wouldn't be hesitating on the inside or he wouldn't be conflicted on the inside, but I can't imagine or like to some degree, like somewhere back there, but from what I understand of right. human beings, he would immediately over—he would overcompensate for that.
0: Like he would, right? Yeah, just straight oh, up. Oh, and I'm—I'm I'm not going to say it couldn't have been—it like it absolutely could have been done better. Yeah. I, my my take though with the hesitancy with Leia mm-hmm. was regret.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. About I, killing. Mom. I, I mean, I'm saying like, like he, he would. He, he, yeah, but. I don't think that's a re- – like, I I feel like it's like a
0: – we technically have to show this, it, or maybe uh, – yeah, no, they, yeah. they needed to do more, because, like, one of the things that – like, people would criticize Hayden's performance in, in Attack of the Clones and, and Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. – and, like, I'll admit myself as well. But I thought, like, that dude showed emotion so well. Like, he – so after he did these malicious, horrible things, like, him breaking down to to Padme about killing all the men and women, like, yes, he's, he's spitting it out vehemently. Like, I agree with what I did. And then he collapses and like fries. And he's like, I'm a Jedi. I, I'm, I should be better than this. Like that shows the, the emotional turmoil. His face shows, even though his words are telling something else. But then also in Revenge of the Sith, after he murks all the separatists, like you get him standing there and that like that tear. And it's like, that's his regret. Over, over this stuff that he's doing. Yeah. They need. It, they they could have shown it so much better because you need something to inform it.
1: Yeah, with respect to Kylo and and Anakin, because no matter what, even after watching everything, watching everything, reading everything, I'm still like that switch is still really difficult to to, to, to like get on board with. Like it doesn't make any
0: sense. Oh, yeah. Like oh yeah no well how how many memes and stuff point out like. Anakin becoming a Force Ghost, and then the Force Ghost of all the younglings that he murdered showing up. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, and some of the some of the books did do a good job of it, um, because they they'd be like, Leia would have conversation, like Force Ghost Vader would try to show up to Leia, and she'd be like, Yeah, look, this is great, but you still had a part in murdering my entire planet. Like, one right decision doesn't undo this. Um, so they, they did it. They expanded on it really well. And they made the thing of both children not idolizing Darth Vader, being like, yeah, he was the chosen one. Look what that got him. And he was a very flawed, messed up person. Yeah, who did right and a lot of wrong.
1: It's interesting. I guess he would—he was supposed to bring balance to the force in the sense that he um, kills the emperor and dies. Like he was never the chosen one in the sense that, like, in his with any act or like with any, you know, he was just uh, the chosen one in the sense that, like, he would have to be murdered by his son. That's—that's the chosen. Like he's—that's in the sense where he's the chosen one, right? Where he's going to have to be sacrificed. Like, um, so it—it's interesting because like. You know, you can make the argument that he's not the chosen one because he became evil, but that, well, and here's here's what I guess one of my biggest giant issues with the sequel trilogy, where the whole point of him being the chosen one was to sacrifice himself to kill the emperor, essentially, right? And like die by his son's hand. Um, Well, not his, you know, Luke didn't kill, but you know what I mean, right? And the whole sequel trilogy just kind of undercuts that. It's like, no, he wasn't chosen one. That wasn't the thing, even though we talked about it for six entire movies over the span of four decades. And, and it's just like, I don't know. And it just made me realize, I'm like, oh, I'm stupid for caring about Star Wars. That's, that's the only thing I've learned from this entire, like, I, it's dumb. Like, okay, they had laser swords. I don't think it's, you know, like, just appreciate the laser swords and then move on with your life, right? Like, just, like if you can find footage of these laser swords being used, you should watch it, but that's the extent to which you should invest yourself in Star Wars, because that's, that's the only thing I ever cared about, really. I'm like, I, I like the laser swords, I like the force powers, I like the idea of, like, a knight with, like, mystical powers who has, like, a philosophical, um, uh, what is it, like, a, not a religion, but, like, a worldview, whatever, right, that he has to adhere to, and it just seemed very, that, that's the most interesting, like, Jedi's, Lightsabers, the force, that's all I care about. I don't care about smugglers or politics or literally any other archetype that Star Wars has provided in any other fashion. I don't care about any of it. Just give me more lightsabers. That's all. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be, the, we're going to go for another hour and it's, I'm just going to keep talking. So, I, the only thing anyone should ever watch about Star Wars are those fan-made lightsaber duel videos that last for like 15 minutes. That's the only thing you should ever watch or consume. Don't give Disney any money. Don't, don't, <laughs> no, no, okay. I I want to get off Star Wars. We should actually just get off period because I, I
0: think No, I'm 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 I do got to get okay. going in a minute. I was just going to quickly say yeah. what I think you're passionate about yeah. is isn't, isn't like yeah, right now it's in the form of Star Wars. You're passionate about storytelling. Yeah. That's where your passion is. <laughs> that you're not angry about like oh the lightsaber. It's like no, you're angry about Bad storytelling. Um, th- that's the thing that irks you about it. Yeah. That's that's the case.
1: Um, yeah, I'm an idiot. And if I can find flaws the other, in your story, then you, you, you're a <laughs> story, right? <laughs> if someone as dumb as me knows that you f***ed <laughs> up, then yeah. Like, you are really good. You shouldn't be making
0: stories. <laughs> um, we get, everybody get The one. other thing <laughs> I was going to ask. The other thing I was going to ask you before we before we go, mm-hmm. um, oh, actually, no, I did have one other anecdotal Star Wars-related thing. The funny thing to me that came out around the time of the sequels, and it's still around, is people being like, why'd you have to make it all political? It's like, bruh, the name Wars is in the name. I found. The original thing was looking at Vietnam yeah, along with fantasy elements. The prequel trilogy starts off about taxation of trade routes. That's boring politics. <laughs> it's politics. Stubborn has always been political. I, here's, here's a
1: rule, and I really don't like to make rules about people or life or stuff like that. Because not, yeah. you know, most, I think, like 99.9 stuff isn't black and white, but I've, I've, I think this is a rule. I think you can just follow this and be okay. Where if someone says they don't like Politics in their video games or media, they actually love politics in their video games and media. They're just they don't love the politics they're seeing. That's it. Yeah, yeah so, they
0: don't they don't enjoy it when it's not their politics yeah, so, or their beliefs.
1: I don't believe anyone when they say that. I don't. I don't. I'm like you were so <laughs> you don't you just you're just seeing you're <laughs> you're just seeing stuff that you don't like, and now you're like I don't want politics. It's like you would have been fine. Like I, I'm sure you love like. You know, like an Anne, Anne Ryan novel or something, or, or like, you know, I'm sure you would, would love that, but, you know. I just can't think of any actually like, uh, overt right-wing or conservative art. Like, I don't think they make um art that people want to consume. <laughs> even even a lot of people who hold the same political views are like, wait this band I've loved is Left wing Like, what the... Like, why is we, the, the whole rage against the machine thing? Was like, what machine did you think they were telling you to rage against, dude? Like, do you even have any idea yeah. who the, the members are or why they can't... Like, do, do you... Yeah. Do Like, it just... It, it or reeks the surprise of, like,
0: of... Or the surprise of... Uh, you texted me about, like, a person being surprised about punk bands. All the other
1: punk bands being left-wing or anarchists and stuff, and it's like... like they're like, hey, man, you should go to church, put on a suit, you know, throw something, you know, y- 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. It's, the cognitive dissonance occurs, and, and I'm like, maybe there's a thread here. Maybe there's other things in which they're not really uh, picking up on the uh, the obvious point, right? Anyway.
0: Yeah. That's the Radio Arcade uh, podcast. Final question. long, it's a brand new song,